folks. Uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports. And I'll use my computer and just go in here. And I'm going to check. Okay. Hey, dudes. What's up, baby? Oh, you know, I just... I just put back a Chipotle burrito, as I was telling you before this. And, Dylan, I'm kind of regretting not going your route because that smoothie you were whipping up in the background sounded delightful. I mean, it, it was just a, a little protein smoothie with some almond butter. It, it actually was pretty good, but um, not quite dinner. I'm not stuffed, Dave. Put it that way. Hey, let's start this off on a positive. Thank you, Josh. Looking Happy forward to, to you. those uh, eight – Foo Fighters uh, covers for each night of Hanukkah. Did that start today, Micah? It, it started at sundown, uh, just one moment ago. So happy okay. Hanukkah to everyone. Are we violating any Hanukkah rules? Um, is, unless you're eating leavened bread, you're probably doing okay. You know, I stay. Ah, uh, dang it. That's mostly for Passover, though. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, you know, drink your gin and tonica and smoke your marijuana. As a wise um, man once said, "What a treat to be with you guys." Get it? There's, a, there's no specific rule against uh, hot, flaming hot takes on sports. I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so. I think we should be safe there. That's fantastic news. Hi, KJ. What to do, cyberpunks? <laughs> okay, somebody. I was not, I was actually asking Randy about that game today because I, I knew pretty much nothing about it, and I uh, saw a bunch of chatter, a bunch of booty chatter online about it, and he's telling me something about being able to like customize the size of your piece or something, and that's making news. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I can tell you very little about the actual game, but I can tell you I've known about this game, and it's supposed to have released for the last like five years. It's basically yes. Dr. Dre's detox album. But yes, came out I, heard, I heard the same. Um, I saw some uh, clips uh, with gameplay last night, and they were not flattering. In fact, they were straight up just disgusting. It was very poor. Is it, is it like a game that's not supposed to have good graphics? Or like, what's hmm. the story here? My understanding is it's supposed to have the best. Like, that was a part of them pushing it five years. Again, I don't know shit about shit. But uh, I know it finally came out, and I've been making jokes about it uh, uh, for years. Okay. Well, I might be a moron then because it was probably like a joke tweet, and I'm just not that deep into gamer Twitter to where I picked it up. So that's cool. Hey, Dave. I know, uh, and the rest of the guys, I know I normally start this podcast with a Cole Campbell quote, but I don't think that's fair today because there's, there's something that I want to share with you guys. I know it's a bit of a hot take, but I want to get it out there. I don't think the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs this year. Okay. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I hate to hear it, honestly. But You know, Tuesday night's game was, was really disappointing to those of us that bleed blue. And uh, just sad. Sad. So I'm wearing this shirt in memoriam of a lost season. I thought you were just wearing the rest of David's shirt. Like it just went from one screen down to the other. Yeah, what's up? what's up with that? Uh, it's a it's a great question, Dave. We we were subliminally thinking about the Cowboys. I just want to say one more thing on the Cowboys. It's not even on the rundown, and you know we have other things to talk about here. I, I'm over hating on Mike McCarthy. It's all Jerry's fault. 
it's Jerry's fault. Yeah. First, second, last, Jerry's fault. He is the alpha and the omega of this shit show. And I just wanted to share that with everybody. I mean, I I don't know. You're going the Dylan Shivery fuck a rundown uh, route when you've got a take you just can't wait on. So I respect it. Is that He's my been cooking that take. Yeah, it's your move. Okay. I think I do it too. Just so sports nature's like, fuck it. Let's just jump in. It's okay. It's fluid. Um, I've got some breaking news. Source source confirms that the NHL is planning the private purchase of a COVID vaccine for all constituents involved in the potential upcoming season. Uh, Okay. I saw this. I guess that's constituents. What is, uh, am I the only one who didn't know that was even a possibility? Like, I, I thought we were, like, doing the elderly, the high risk, the front line, first responders. Um, I was about to ask the same exact question. I don't know how they're able to cut in line like this. I know money talks, but um, that seems a little bit uh, interesting, I guess. Speed pass. Ever heard of it? <laughs> That's exactly what this is. I, I'm I'm just curious. The same NHL who like stuck teams with their hotel bill after thirty something days in like Edmonton. Same NHL, same guys. They're gonna make the players pay for it. <laughs> it this is a thing that happened in the NBA. The NBA players demanded, or I think it was the NFL demanded daily testing, and uh, the league said, "Sure, let's do it." And then they sent them a bill for half of it to the players. So it's all taken out of the. The revenue. Yeah. I mean, either way, they're going to pay for it one way or the other. It's like, you know, for the, all those hashtag consultants out there making your client pay for dinner you're out on a trip. It's like, yeah, I could pay. You're just going to pay for it later. So whatever. Hey, guys, speaking of COVID vaccines, did you guys see this Dez thing? I mean, what's going on there? <laughs> Jeez, I need some fucking sad music. I'm updating all this board. You guys all what what's going on there? there? I'm throwing up the X for Dippy and Dez. He says he tested negative. Was that today? I guess it would have been today, right? That he said this? He said two negative tests, yes. What the hell's going on? Same thing happened to Saban, man. Just just unlucky. First time, first COVID scare for Saban, not the second. Right. Mm. Yeah, it's... So with Saban's situation, did they have a preliminary inconclusive test? Because my understanding is that's what happened with Dez. The reason he got retested is the first uh, Yeti Rambler test that he had came back inconclusive, and then he had another one um, the day of, and that was what was positive. The rapid test was positive. So for him to be negative the next two times, it's just that's unfortunate. I mean, uh, I said in that text, I was like, I was heartbroken for the guy, like, his spiraling afterwards, I don't think anyone was surprised or anyone took it like to heart. Yeah, I, I worry about him because when you when you start uh, tweeting about your what your business plans are going to be, <laughs> and it's just uh, then you're like uh, talking, you know, you're going to go to the bottle. You don't ever want to hit the bottle if you're uh, you know sad. You don't want to cope with alcohol. It's not good. Um, so yeah, I was, I was a little worried about him. I, I do. I will let you know that once society X drops, I will become the newest member of society X. Uh, what is society X? 
This is uh, this is like VIP big business thing that he's been working on. It gives you like first access to like uh, tables and clubs. It's not great. Don't, I, I'm not explaining it well, but just know it's not that different than what I just said. It's a VIP B, BBTs and Cs. Okay. Okay. I could be interested. Uh, is it like Des Bryant's OnlyFans, basically? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. You know, the only good thing about Des getting hurt is the under that I took for two and a half career touchdowns uh, is looking better than ever before because he probably would have put up three against the Cowboys. Um, uh it's unfortunate. We hate it for death. Can I give you a little bit more on Society X? Yes. Their, tagline, their line is, be the social variable that dominates cultural expectations. We are a one-of-a-kind community that provides exclusive access to an array of luxury goods, services, and events. Society X was created to serve its members with the high-quality lifestyle that, that they desire and deserve. This is American as fuck. I love it. Yeah, I... Are you doing something you just said? I still have no idea what society X is. <laughs> no idea. I don't know. I need Society X uh, to do a collab with uh, Experience You. That's pretty good. So you can it's hit not that you can different. Hit, hit the campus in a Bentley. Like the Bentley, you don't get to park it or keep it, but you ride up in it. It loops around. Somebody else hops in. They get to hit campus in the Bentley. And then at the end of the night, you know, Des collects his check. I would rather go to uh, the movie theater and play Revolution X in the arcade. Revolution X. <laughs> just shooting CDs at people? Yeah, <laughs> just, just Steven Tyler howling in the background. Mm. <laughs> Living in a love Living it up while I'm going down. Don't give up. <laughs> Can I send you some styrofoam cups, Micah? That is, is a rather loud Yeti. Nice. <laughs> nice. I have a lifetime supply of uh, of styros here. Actually, I just need to break them out. I will do that next week. My apologies. Micah, I, don't, I know we don't want to do too much on the boys, but it says here on the rundown that the Ravens killed the Cowboys. Yeah, that's that's how I recall it going down. Uh, 17-point beating. And something really wasn't that close. You know what, though? If uh, three field goals, just saying that the Ravens didn't play a particularly good game, and one of those touchdowns was a complete give-up by the Cowboys' defense, which they're prone to doing when they're out of games. They just completely stop tackling. They just don't I – mean, they I, just are out there. I love – oh, hey, it's the homie. What's up, Parks? What's up, yeah. man? Hi. been a while. I got these oh, in, yeah. but – Is Parks a Cowboys fan? Big-time Cowboys fan. you kidding mm-hmm. me? Why would you not. do that to your child? Yeah. Yeah, that's not cool. <laughs> Parks, do you still like the Cowboys? Yes. What's up, Parks? Why? Hadn't seen Why? you in a while. Are you excited to see uh, Uncle Dave over there? Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, bye. Boy, oh. bye. Yeah, get um, out of here. Yeah, no, I would just say I, the, the, the best part was Troy just absolutely killing the Cowboys defense as uh, in the fourth quarter as the Ravens just went in for another score, basically untouched. It was, it was remarkable. 
Hi, chicken butt dish. <laughs> Shut up, Marks. <laughs> oh. All right, buddy. No more. No more. Hey! Hey! <laughs> oh, he, look, he's, he's a content guy. Hey, buddy. Come on, come on down. Wow. Um, hit you with that fade as he was leaving. <laughs> damn. Can't even respond. <laughs> Let me say this. Um, one of my favorite things is Troy just going off on the Cowboys. And when you start asking about or questioning the effort, that is not a good sign. Things are not going well when effort is being questioned by uh, the greatest quarterback in your team's history. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, that's a, in my opinion, that's the biggest insult you can give a, a coach. Like basically saying like your team's quitting on you, and that, that that's the absolute like it, it just doesn't get worse than that. KJ, did you ever quit on a coach? Yeah, I don't agree with him. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was my coach in fifth grade, and I was like, yeah, I think I tore my Achilles. He's like, well, why are you standing up? And I was like, I don't know where my Achilles is, but I'm not practicing today. <laughs> I no, I'm I'm seeing, you know, the I wouldn't say that the Cowboys have full out quit, but I think it's clear that when they're outmatched and they're in a game that they know that they are not going to win, that there's certainly a level of like, all right, what's next? Like just apathy like there's no anger about losing anymore like they're not like I don't think they've gotten in one fight you haven't seen any penalties and the people who should or could start fights on their team don't have enough rope to actually feel good about doing it like Alden Smith should have choked a bitch by now and is capable of doing it but he's getting paid like yeah I probably shouldn't use those words for someone who's been accused of choking a bitch but uh, he's got a bit of a history of of uh said Said behavior, which you know would endear him to Jerry Jones, but uh, he's been the, the Cowboys' best player this season. So I, I, I think that there's not really sure what else to say. Room for that level of fight for a team that's so bad. Like we see other shitty teams play. Like if you've watched the Jets, like yeah, the Jets have fucked up, but like there's a bad penalty and or almost a fight in every Jets game, and they're absolute garbage. So and and it just doesn't look the same with the Cowboys. Well, I can't believe a team that had Greg Williams as a coordinator were had some bad penalties and some fights. <laughs> Have we talked since he got fired? I guess he got fired what Monday? Yeah, I think we. I think we. Yeah, I think we, we broke that news. Yeah, as I recall. Yeah, we broke it. We broke it. Sources were uh, crediting us. Hey, I actually like that they give up when they know they're out of a game because I, like our president, I believe the energy is like the human body is like a battery, and you only have so much energy in a lifetime. So they got to harness that shit. You can't just go burning it for no reason. If you know, you can't win the game. You're down, you know, 15 with two minutes left or whatever. Yeah, we're nah, just dude, just take it. This team believes in the battery theory. The <laughs> <laughs> finite amount of energy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have some breaking news. Um, my father has just has discovered how to use GIFs. And oh, no. uh, this was just sent to the group chat. That's a sprint. That's a spinning dreidel, fam. Let's do menorah gifs. Or no. yeah, that's Monica not a menorah, gifs. Dave. That's a dreidel. Sorry, sorry. My bad. Um, come on. <laughs> oh, thank you. Big shouts to Steve. If you see him at the HEB, um, big up him for that. Is this, uh, I know this guy's not celebrating Hanukkah, but is St. Arnold doing a roast hand in this picture or no? <laughs> I don't think that's a roast hand. <laughs> It's a Christmas roast. Who's he roasting? Uh, little baby Jesus was pretty demanding. Everybody come to me. Uh, anyhow, 
roasting Joseph for getting cucked. <laughs> hey, Noah, you are getting blocked. The original cuck. Well, good luck getting any uh, any weed out in uh, North Carolina. Um, anyhow, What's that guy's deal? He's just having a night. Uh, who else got blocked is uh, Carson Wentz. Oh, yeah. boom, transition. Um, I think we all expected it at some point, but it's almost sad. Like, he just looks like he wants to be so good, and he is not very good anymore. It's it's, it's weird. I, and I don't know if it's Frank Wright who propped him up or what, but, man, he's just been shit. You know, hey, Carson, what's your deal? Any... <laughs> Anytime this happens to a player, I feel bad, but I feel less bad when they have already secured the bag, which yeah. he has. Yeah, he's a he's a very rich man, so you know you can't feel too bad for the guy. But yeah, he seems to have lost like all field awareness. He's missing open guys. He has no pocket presence whatsoever. It's really strange what's going on with this guy. And I know keep, his, keep going. His O line apparently isn't very good. I, I get that, but he looks like he just looks totally lost. He looks like he's like he's playing his first. A couple NFL games of his career. It's really strange. I should have kept the stats, but the comparison of uh, Jalen Hurts versus Carson Wentz when they had a clean pocket or when they weren't under pressure was what was the most surprising. I think Jalen Hurts was like six of eight, maybe seven of eight, and Carson Wentz was like two of nine with no pressure. So like line removed from the equation, like just nothing. And – Wentz is that his average pass into those situations was like under six yards. Like he wasn't willing to push the ball downfield and he wasn't willing to, you know, actually he couldn't get the ball to anybody uh, like with a clean pocket. Like it's just, I don't know where he ends up. I don't think it's a situation where he ends up anywhere starting. I think at best he hopes for a Ryan Tannehill type Mariota situation where you've got another quarterback that they're not entirely confident in that you can hopefully outplay over the course of two years. But rarely do you see I don't that. know. I, I know that he is owed more money than any player in football next season, guaranteed. It's like $25 million. And I, I yeah. just wonder if a team like the Colts – or somebody who thinks they're a quarterback away yeah. and they get, they, they convince the dude with 19 children to retire and they bring him in. Like I, you just can't spend $25 million on a guy who's your backup quarterback. Yeah. And unless, you've got Frank Wright. Unless there, the Eagles so. find a way to, to eat all that money. I don't know. Uh, I'm interested to see what it looks like with the, with Jalen in there. Um, you know, but I mean, where they, they went wrong. Really, go ahead, Dave. Sorry. No, I'm just saying they should have – the Eagles should have been smarter and invested that money into like a running back that they drafted in the first round. Um, <laughs> like a fourth round, a fourth pick overall running back? Yeah, 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 exactly. They, they should have put their money there because that's how the NFL works these days. Man, I was hopeful that the boys were going to get rid of Zeke, but after uh, Jerry's recent comments about how he's the best player on the team, you, you <laughs> kind of don't see that happening now. He had a good game in, in Baltimore. I'll give him that. Did he? he was I, good. I didn't see much of it, to be honest with you. I had the most apathy for a game that like, I felt like was bonus football that I'd ever seen. Every time I turned it on, it was just like the Ravens breaking a 20-yard run. So, Well, yeah. uh, America has that apathy, too, is for the first time ever the Cowboys have been flexed out of a, uh, a primetime game. 
They moved you got bumped, baby. You got bumped. Uh, although, like I mean, J Bone. Yeah, it's true. I like the Bengals by 100 this week, too, but we'll. Wow. Even with a backup. It doesn't matter. Uh, Got to say, it always comes back to the Cowboys. Sorry. The offense didn't look bad. The offense was fine. This was all defense. So the offense we, did not look bad. I, Dude, for the, the O-line, the makeshift O-line was good. Well, they didn't give up any sacks against the tough defense. I'll give you that. But they didn't, you know, they didn't need to. Um, we actually have a game to make sure we get out of uh, the way for because we do have the Super Bowl rematch of the Patriots and the Rams. Uh, I did see a dumb stat scrolling across on uh, uh, SportsCenter. It's been over 15 games since Cam Newton has had more than one, t- like multiple touchdown passes in a game. Got to think that's not great. Uh, that's not great. Um, I think I kind of like the Patriots tonight, though, just because I feel like Belichick's in his bag right now, just game planning against I don't know. I feel like Goff is a game planable guy. Like you could, you could, you can shut him down if you're a good defensive mind. Um, and I think Belichick is obviously that. So even on the biggest stage, pick. like a Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. Uh, I know we'll pick these games later, but I too like the Patriots this uh, this evening. I like them straight up to win the game, uh, and that is the lock of the week in the algorithm picks from backdoor cover. Recording tomorrow, or, or if you're listening to this uh, Friday, where we pick every NFL game. Uh, but the Algo loves the Pats this week. I couldn't, I couldn't hate that Algo call more. <laughs> we just then, then again, I think I'm under 500 on the season, so it's probably a good pick, but I, I still hate it. Full disclosure, I don't have the latest stats on the year, but I think you're, if, if you're Ooh. under, you're about as... You're like one game under, maybe two. So you're not that bad. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm much more than that. If this is if this doc is up is updated, then I'm. Oh, it's I, I it's it's not. I have to add last yeah. week's games. Okay. Um, okay. David, you want to do some college hey, corner? Let's do a little college corner. Uh, many many games canceled, um, including OU West Virginia, which. I don't know. I would have probably watched Texas, Kansas. Dylan, I know you're excited about that one. I'm sorry that they uh, had to move. Yeah. It's an easy uh, dub. Yeah, yeah shouts, shouts to uh, the uh, Longhorn Derek, who I hit with a retweet today, who said, who posted a meme that said, can't get fired for losing for Kansas if you don't play Kansas. So, it's genius. Yeah, it's like uh, Friday. Yeah. How, you, how you get fired on your day off? That's from Friday, right? <laughs> That's good. Friday. Yes. Yes. 100% from Friday. Um, does anyone have any, uh, I won't say it's a conspiracy theory, but it is a little questionable that once it's determined that some of these championship games have been picked, some teams are like, Hey, we're out. We'll see you in the bowl game. Like, cause it doesn't, it's not going to affect shit for these teams. And I'm not saying there aren't positive tests, but I wonder if it was one of those things where, Maybe you've got five cases and you could have managed it, but you're like, you know what? Let's hang it up. We're already committed to the Geico.com backyard bowl. Yeah, that wouldn't shock me. You can fudge contact tracing. I'm sure that's already happened. Like, I feel like it's a very uh, low standard to meet. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a little strange to me to see, like, what the – 
Like, since there's no consistent, like, reporting mechanism for college, it's just one of those things that's like, all right, we're in or we're out this weekend. And there are some teams that have just packed it up, including, like, Washington this week, like Washington, Oregon. Oregon's, like, bound for the Pac-12 title game off of now three or four games, which is just it's, – it's a little absurd at this point. We don't have it on the rundown, but the Big Ten then changed their rules that where the the uh, Ohio, the Ohio State University is now eligible in a way that they weren't eligible 48 hours ago. Uh, Am I supposed to be mad about that? I saw some people were mad online about it, and I don't I don't really care. Like, if you were a Big Ten fan, like not even you know any school, wouldn't you want them? To, it's your only chance at the playoff. Wouldn't you want that in there? Want them in there? Are we talking about Ohio State? Yeah. I could I mean, it, I guess. I, I don't – sorry to interrupt you, but I, I, I read a conspiracy theory that it's better for the Big Ten not to be in the, the, the playoff because they will then be eligible for bigger bowl payoffs. Uh, I don't know. Uh, five, five games is just like – I, I would have a very hard time putting that team in the playoff if they've only played five games, if I was on the committee. Unfortunately, I'm not on that committee. It is my life goal to be – I have two life goals, to be on the uh, college football playoff committee and also to be a part of uh, one of the bowl games, like those dudes that just showed up show up in games in like uh, orange-colored blazers for the, the Sun Bowl. Yeah. Like this just sounds like an awesome gig. And I want that. <laughs> Wait, what's your other goal? You say both of them? <laughs> the two. I want to be on the committee that picks the teams. But really, the bigger goal is just to be a member of uh, one of these bowl game committees. That They funnel all sorts of weird money through. It's a big, big pyramid scheme. I'm surprised many of these people haven't gone to prison yet. But I want to be a part of that. So whenever they want to start the Austin Bowl and play it at the soccer stadium, I'm in. The Wash Media Austin Bowl, I'd like to be on that, that committee. So – with the Ohio State thing, I guess just to get it out there, Dylan, David, what's your opinion of their, like the Big Ten changing the rules to allow them to be in the college football playoff? Um, so the original rule was what? You had, they had to have six like games. Six, six games. And they had Maryland that was canceled. I mistakenly thought it was due to Ohio State having uh, case uh, volumes high. But Maryland was canceled due to Maryland. And then now Michigan is canceled due to Michigan. Otherwise, Ohio right. State has played all of their games, including Michigan State last week, where they played shorthanded and won, you know, pretty easily. I guess I don't understand why the Big Ten had that rule in place to begin with. Why would you put a rule in place that could p- potentially keep one of your teams out of the playoffs? I feel like the, you've, you've got to draw the line somewhere. To make a lot of rules before the season started. That just didn't make a lot of sense. I, I, I they, were the, they were the conference that came out and said, if a game is, there are no postponed games, all games are canceled. If a game is canceled, it's over. And like, they just sort of, they wanted to make a bunch of arbitrary rules months in advance. I don't uh, this think. One included. I don't know. I Like, you could have just laid out a little while. I, I feel like they tried to do their best by being transparent about it. I feel like universally they've been panned on how they've handled it. But also the states that the Big Ten consists of has all have consistently been some of the highest, you know, case volume. So it's a little unfair to compare them to like, you know, the SEC schools and how they've handled it. 
on a national level. But I agree. Maybe you don't have to be so out front with like some of these steadfast rules so that you don't get uh, bashed for changing them later on down the road. But for this situation here, it drives me to root for Northwestern harder than I probably ever would have before. Simply because it's like, I don't agree with the rule, but that was the rule. So, you know, it is what it is. Like, uh, you know, you if you feel like it should have been different, you should have argued more when you wanted, you know, the conference, you wanted football back. They acquiesced and you okayed these rules in the beginning. So... Yeah, I, I'm, I guess I mean I mean I'm okay with them allowing a five you know a five and zero Ohio State to go into the playoff. It's just it's just I don't quite understand why they would put the rule in place to begin with. Um, but can a five and zero Ohio State make a playoff? That would be a little wild, wouldn't it? Yeah, I I agree with Dylan. Like my beef wouldn't necessarily be with the Big Ten. Of course, the Big Ten should change the rules and let Ohio State try and get in. My beef would be with the committee. Like, how can you let a 5-0 and Ohio State team in where, I, I guess, BYU got beat last week, but Cincinnati could go 10-0 and or, you know, one of these – there are teams that could go 10-0. and I don't know how you could pick yeah. a 5-0 and team over those. And you pointed out to me earlier in the week, I didn't realize – I mean, shit, I'm now also seeing Colorado is 4-0. USC is 4-0. Like, granted, they have not played the number of ranked teams, which Ohio State has played – Sorry, they, they, Ohio State has played Penn State, who was ranked at the time, and they also beat Indiana. So I get that they're ranked up there, but if we acknowledge the slow starts in the Big Ten, we're strictly favoring Ohio State because of what their preseason ranking was compared to some of these Pac-12 teams just because they were unranked coming into the season or you know low 25. Like that's, that's where I'm like, if you're going to value five wins in the Big Ten over eight in the SEC for Florida – or, you know, I get it for eight for Cincinnati, but eight for Miami and the ACC, they've only lost to Clemson. They're eight and one, and they're ranked 10th. Like, I hate this bullshit eyeball test that we add in because Georgia's lost twice. They've looked like shit in their losses. Granted, they've scored a little bit, and they had a different quarterback, but, like, putting them in front of Miami, like, it's just it's just all over the place with the college football committee. Yeah, is uh... – Iowa State ranked ahead of Cincinnati and Coastal. That's correct, right? Uh, Iowa State is seventh. Correct. They got bumped up because of how well they, how good they looked last year. Yeah, that, I don't. That's I don't know. I, all my anger just is. It's you know, I I haven't been following it that closely, but I want to see a team like Coastal or Cincinnati get a chance. Um, and it's obviously not going to happen this year, probably ever until they expand <laughs> it, but. Yeah, Coastal I mean, is the official team of this podcast. I me, mean, there's, there's like, there's no question that Ohio State is one of the four best teams in the country at this point. But that doesn't mean they have the best resume in 2020. So it's just, it's gonna be, it's gonna Thank be you. interesting. It's gonna be messy. A lot of people are gonna get pissed off. Uh, but that's just how it goes this year. It's just a weird, weird year. Yeah, I, I don't. No part of me is saying Ohio State's a bad team. Right. But oh, I know. What I know. drives me insane is like the determination of who's going to be a good team because of what we think they did in the offseason or because of what we think they did last year, which just sets this precedent that, like, you know, the UCFs or anyone that they don't think in the offseason is good has to be good for two years, three years in a row in order to win a championship in that third year. Like, that's what's bullshit to me. Again, within the season, I get it, but 
if we're sitting here and saying that Ohio State is good because of what we thought Penn State was when they played them, we know Penn State was shit this year. But we give Ohio State that credit. We do this with the SEC. So my thing is, if you're going to value or rank these teams, don't rank them on who was ranked what when they played. Rank them on what they're ranked at the end of the year so you know what the true value of that schedule is. So with Ohio State, yes, they're a quality team. But in my eyes, they've only beat Indiana is their only quality win. And that doesn't put right. them in the top four teams in the nation, like off of basically one quality win. Texas A&M's beating Florida. I'll put that above them. And, and I'm not a Texas A&M fan, so that, that's my, my issue. Well said. I like it. Oh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, KJ. There's a reason he's on here, folks. Sorry, I've got uh, Roar and Sons, Winter Warmer, English-style dark ale. Oh, let's go. Oh, switching it up. Let's say I'm on to. Uh, all I want to do is just all I want to do is just fast forward to Saturday when I can watch UNC Miami. I mean, if if Miami wins that game, do you not then say Miami was a quality team this year? Dude, it's the best game this weekend, and yes, the answer is absolutely yes, dude. They, they're sneaky. Their offense is sneaky, sick. Not even sneaky. Uh, I, I I don't disagree. I'm excited to see what happens in this game. I've been very upfront with being shocked at what Mac Brown has done. But, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to next year when everyone's raining like all of the praise on uh, UNC's quarterback and then Bo Nix coming back for their third year. Like Sam Howell and Bo Nix, like they're going to be the hot shit next year. Sure. Um, I got really nothing else unless we got, I guess, LSU self-imposed one-year bowl ban. Stemming from that was all that was all pre coach O stuff, right? I don't think so. I think this had something to do with the OBJ handshakes. Is that what uh, this was from? Year. It wasn't Darius Geis shit? I don't know. No, no, no. I think it was related to boosters. It was not related to guys. I, I yeah, don't know. Guys. I don't know the exact timing, but that's that's based on what I heard today on ESPN. Uh it's hilarious that LSU would say, hey, ban us from the bowls this year. We're three and five, and they're about to face uh, Florida this week. No, we, we just won't take a bowl game this year. Yeah. Like, that's really, going to work. Really big of you, LSU. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thanks for taking one for the team. The Independence Bowl uh, Committee is crushed. <laughs> to be- yeah, the Shreveport econ- yeah. economy may not, may not re- uh, rebound from that. <laughs> Uh, got it. yeah, it was not related to guys that that's probably going to come down the pipeline in two years from now or something. Um, but no, this I is a, this is a booster. Shown, uh, no interest in actually policing those things. Just right. uh, no. non-illegal cash transa- transaction. No, this but. is this was good. This is funneling money to a recruit via a, a hospital foundation or something. Which oh, wow. I mean, come on, let's go. <laughs> uh, thoughts on Army Navy? Can we get those on record? Cause that is this weekend. Sorry, we'll wait. We'll wait until the tumbler's done. There can't be any water left in that cup. Yeah, you got to stop. That's really loud in the headies. Well, there wasn't any water to begin with, fam. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> um, the, this game not being played in Philly this year, actually being played at West Point uh, due to COVID. Uh, I have no other thoughts on it. It's a spectacle. Are we going yeah. to see? Uh, I, I tune in. The com- orange man. I was about to say, is the commander in chief going to be out there for the coin toss, or do you think? Uh, 
Oh, man. I never forget when he showed up to the, I think he was president elect when he showed up to the game four years ago and then got in the booth and was like, uh, this isn't really good football, but we're glad to see it. It was that was a tremendous moment. <laughs> you think he shows up to the national title game if it's like Alabama and Clemson again? <laughs> Oh, it is official. Trump will attend Army-Navy yes. game at West Point. I'm I didn't realize that. Hey, oh I'm all in. Gosh. I'm all in. I, it's, I will go on record and back up what I said offline earlier this week, that while I picked Army like four out of five weeks to start the season, you know, the, the big boy sacks love the troops. The Army game, Army-Navy game for me has always been kind of a – Eh, I wish there were more games on today because it's always been that week before conference title game. And then they've like done the Heisman trophy this week. And so it's just always been like a, all right, I've had college football every Saturday, college football every Saturday. And now you're giving me army Navy. And then like CBS, which I've told all of you what I think about a daytime CBS game today. will gas it up to just be like the fucking highlight of the season. And then you get to see. Okay. Football. So, eh, um, do we want to run? I concur. I run the triple option, man. Come on. Yeah, and apparently there are guys playing like Edward Forty Hands with Jack Daniels on the sideline, but you know that's for the edgy people in sports. <laughs> um, let's insert college basketball into college corner for the first time ever, huh? Let's go, Dude, Coach, Coach, Turn it up, Coach K. Saying what we're all thinking. Should we even be playing? Come on, dude. I mean, if you rewind the clock, just like what three months, there are a lot of uh, a lot of people. Well, a lot of even conferences saying we probably shouldn't be playing college football, and then they saw other other teams take the field. Like, oh, I guess we, I guess we'll play. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's the most inf- influential guy in college basketball, so people got to listen to him. But um, you know, I saw Duke put out a statement saying they've canceled all of their non-conference games. That if that means they've canceled one other game, so I'm not really sure how strong this this stance is by Coach K. But that was like Elon, I believe they're canceling their game against Elon and maybe against Charlotte. So it might have been two. That's those some big dollars on the line when when Duke lines up against Elon. Like, watch out. If I'm mispronouncing Elon, like, uh, whatever. Micah, are you as uh, stoked for Mizzou basketball as my other Mizzou friends on the TL? I, I, it's hard to say. Uh, I will say the Tigers are 4-0. They uh, face Illinois this weekend. We'll get to that in the H report here in a minute. But um, I, I will say I've watched more college basketball uh, so far this season than I have in about the last two years. So, yeah, I guess I'm a little bit H at least. I watched them play Liberty last night. I'm always curious about Liberty just because what their what their um, athletic department is apparently <laughs> doing these days. And it's quite well. And, and that team, that's a fun-ass team, man. Liberty seems like uh, I was very concerned that we were playing Liberty because that seems like if you're going to catch the coronavirus against any university in the country, it's probably Liberty. Oh my goodness! Why you say that? Well, I will just say the leadership there probably doesn't stretch social distancing in the way that most universities might. So I'm a little concerned about my Tigers, but they did get the W last night, so that's good. Any At thoughts, uh, Weiner? <laughs> on it on Twitter. Yeah, come at me at Michael Weiner at M I C A H W I E. Do you have any thoughts on Twitter uh, and Instagram, Dylan? Look for the blue check mark on Twitter. 
Look, any thoughts on the number two team in college basketball? Uh, the Bears. The Baylor. Bears. Baylor Bears. It's it's the best it's the best team Scott Drew's ever had. Uh, inevitably, it'll they'll make it two rounds in the tournament and get bounced. That's and, how it goes. Uh, any thoughts on Shaka with hair? Because um, he's I'm winning games. I've seen him play uh, a few games on TV now. Um, I'm, I'm not used to it. It's very strange. It Who knew? It's jarring, to say the Who least. Who knew that was waiting to just come out this whole time? <laughs> I'll just say it. I'm loving it. Shouts to Shaka. Him and David Fisdell. Both. Not a bad team. Not a bad team, by the way. They've got yeah. some, some guards. Some yeah, good the guards. horns look uh, They look sneaky. Yeah. They've got some, well, not sneaky, but they have some continuity, and they've got some uh, some freshmen that can really play. This is probably Shaka's best team. I, I wish I could go to a game or two this year. Yeah. Uh, what are we missing in the league? Oh, yeah, maxing out Paul George. Playoff P. How are we feeling about that? Pandemic P? <laughs> I did see that on Twitter, Pandemic P was like the number one trend worldwide within about 10 minutes of the announcement of this. Mm-hmm. What What a year for Pandemic P. Uh, and then I think, what's the number? That he is set to make $48.8 million on his year, year his uh, 35-year-old season. That is, that's a lot. Hometown boy. He gave him a discount. Goodness gracious. That being said, if Kawhi gets hot in the playoffs and they win a title or two during these next five years, nobody will complain about the money they spent on Paul George. But if they don't, this is going to be – Paul George is going to be a real problem uh, for years three, four, and five of that contract. All the stuff that's come out about the Clippers in the last few weeks and I guess just the entire offseason, I don't think that's, that's going to happen. They just – they just have a bad culture, and I don't know with with Rivers out if that'll change. But like, it just seems very strange. It's it, everything caters to Kawhi and Paul George, which I don't know. There's a right way to cater to your stars, but it doesn't sound like it worked for them. Well, there wasn't there a story that Paul George like blamed everything on Doc. Basically, he had a real passive aggressive thing, and uh, blame you know lack of adjustments and yeah. stuff on Doc. And then Doc just came back this week and was like. Uh, you know, Ty Lue sat next to me on the bench, and he's your coach. So let's not act <laughs> like the whole – like this is a dramatically different thing that's happening. Uh, we're going to have – you know, you guys are probably still going to have issues. It was it was A-plus passive aggressiveness from both guys. I love it. love it. Um, I uh, will Jay- say, quite on that note, um, obviously locking in Paul George for four years is big. They came as a package deal, him and Kawhi, and Kawhi is – his current contract expires at the end of 2022, and he has an opt-out after this year. Um, so in the event shit doesn't go well this year and Kawhi dips out, like that would be a very spicy situation in L.A. for them. But uh, expecting a team built around two wings to dominate when the team across the hallway is leaning on, like, all four Gasol brothers, AD and LeBron, like uh, you got to bring a little more beef. So uh, hopefully they've got a different plan this year, but uh, uh, you know, I'll be watching. You want to pour one out Um, for JJ? Yeah. I just wanted to give a shout out. Uh, Today was uh, JJ Berea, one of the all time great Dallas Mavericks, his last day with the team, a crucial part of the play, the, the title run, 
outplayed LeBron in the finals, doing it all at 5'10", being the scrappiest player, the guy you hate until he's on your team. Salute J.J. Barea, Puerto Rico's own. A good guy on and off the court. 100%. I shouldn't go at, at Dallas Mavericks and their fans, but, I mean, are we really – we're dedicating a day of tributes to J.J. Barea? I think this, this guy was yeah. like the seventh man on a on one good team. He wasn't the seventh man. He's you're, showing, you're showing your ignorance. You don't. You didn't watch the title run. Go back and watch it. You won't. You were never a Mavs fan. If you was a crucial, they don't they don't win a title without JJ. And people will back me up on that. Well, did they? They signed him to a contract, a one year, two point five million dollar contract, like ten days ago, and then they cut him today. Like, just I guess I'm getting roasted here. You're getting roast handed. <laughs> He looks. Like, I mean, he looks like. I mean, the, like, like the, it's, that's a nice gesture. Shouts to Mark Cuban for handing the money to JJ. But like, are, are we really supposed to just celebrate JJ Barea's today, December? Oh, you're 10th, not. 2020 JJ Barea Day. I mean, did you don't he, have to save dogs. What is the what is the deal with JJ Barea? I mean, I know he made Luca laugh that one time on that clip that keeps going viral on Twitter. What else did he add to this? Get get out of here with this. Oh and shut up, Mike, I don't need you either. He was a crucial Micah, part. Micah said enough. I'm not going to pile on. I don't want David whip my ass. Are you going to agree with Micah? I, look, I, I have nothing against J.J. Barea. I just, I don't think he's, um, never, never mind. It doesn't matter. He, 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 <laughs> time no, out, time fine. out. I mean, sports fans did celebrate Parker this way, and he won five titles. Like, well, what are we? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, let me just say this. I don't care. I don't care if you respect J.J. Barea. I'm just saying, as as a guy from Triple D, as is K.J., we're going to rep him. We're going to oh, rep him. I understand if you don't like him. Not you, Dylan. I'm talking to Micah. Micah is is just – just he's being blasphemous, and I don't really appreciate his icy, icy Yeti. It's very loud in my headphones. I'm going to take him off now. We're going to see if he's going to play nice. Okay, David. I'm, I just went I'm big bad. tech. I went big tech on your ass. I've been hashtag muted. You got Tony rallied in public. You're back. You're back, though. It's it feels right. good to be back. Though. I won't right. stand I'm for this. I'm happy for JJ. I'm happy for Mavericks fans. If it helps you relive a great year, that's fine. There's so no respect, reliving. Respect to a guy who's had the career he's had while looking like he's like the, the, the fourth pick on a rec league team. You know what I mean? Respect. We all can't well, be lookers, Dylan. He's like a cockroach. They just keep bringing him back to the Mavericks and paying him money. I don't know what he owes Mark Cuban, but something something funny's happening there. Nothing. I'll say it. Gas for his plane that he flew to Puerto Rico to fly goods to the people in Puerto Rico after the hurricane. So I don't know about this wow. Dylan Micah, uh, you know, united front here, but I don't like it. This body shaming of short people will not stand. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> upsetting. That's honestly, it's sad to see. What do you guys have against Puerto Rico? Sad. I love Puerto Rico. Sad. I've been to San Very Juan, sad. Dave. Have you been to San Juan? Probably not. I haven't. That's actually impressive. <laughs> I have not. Through the H report. It's been a while. Is there any, hey, real quick, while we're on NBA, yeah. is, is anybody, is Harden landed? Like, is Harden back? Is he uh, out of out of quarantine? Like, uh, he gonna, he's not going to be with the Rockets. I know he said that he wants to go to Miami or or the Bucks. Very nice. I'll see it when it happens. But to answer the initial question, Harden is in Houston. He has to test negative six consecutive tests, which has led the NBA to say, we probably should figure this out. We're just throwing out numbers here now um, before he can join the team. As of now, 
it sounds That's like apparently the the standard for any NBA player. Well, I mean, I'm just saying like, but that standard but was created like within up, so a couple of days. Yeah. Six consecutive days. Um, but as far as the plan to trade him, I will be fucking shocked if it happens. Like he's not going to Milwaukee because Giannis ain't staying in Milwaukee and he's not going to the heat because he won't agree with what I just learned was a thing this year. The heat way, do you know that Spolster and the heat have like a fucking Patriots approach to, uh, how they practice and like how they run that organization. That's why Jimmy. Oh Butler yeah. Pat, Pat Riley has like a long history of taking every player's weight and body fat percentage, like every hour, right? Not even every day, just like five times a day. Um, total yeah, psycho. And running, yeah. Total psycho. And the, the a level of conditioning that is expected of the, the Miami players probably won't fit James Harden's, uh, you know, preferred, Operation I method. I, I will just say this. I agree with you, KJ. I think uh, Tom Herman is coming back, and James Harden will be a Houston Rocket this season. <laughs> that doesn't mean something couldn't happen before the deadline, but I don't see any reason you would trade him. And he's got two years left. Like, let him play. Yeah. Unless he just fucking hates John Wall, which that's not going to work in any way no, you cut it. Well, that, that's your fault for taking on a guy that, that no. your best player hates. But we don't know if that's true. I, I don't mean, think it's I mean, true, but I'm just saying I, it's not going to work. I think they said that uh, they talked before about wanting to play. You know, they always do this, like, oh, they want to play together. But that's what they were saying. But I don't think John Wall cares either way because he's got Boogie there, and they're boys. I forgot Boogie was in town. Valid point. Yeah. Well, anybody who's been dying to see NBA, the NBA returns tomorrow. Exhibition games, preseason games uh, start tomorrow. That same Houston team we were just talking about, NBA TV, tomorrow, 7 o'clock Eastern, and then Sacramento, Portland on ESPN, 9.30 Eastern. So, uh, Luca, we'll see him on Saturday against Giannis. Which is a great segue into the horny report. Boom, boom, boom. I am horny for basketball. I'll just say it. All of it. Preseason, I don't care. I just want to see the action. I don't care if it's um, five minutes from Luca. My my horniness is completely self-centered. I'm in the toilet bowl in my fantasy football league, and I need to win this week by more than 11 points, or I will be doing the Waffle House Challenge. So, oh, oh, oh no, um, baby. I, uh, I will be glued to the TV Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon and evening, and uh, just be thinking about me, please. Nobody wants to stop down and focus on somebody's fantasy football team, but I think – Unless you guys covered it yesterday, eh, this might deserve some stopping down and talking about it. Who are mm-hmm. your best players on your team that we, as a community, can keep an eye out on? Um, my the guy. Well, so we do an auction style draft. The guy I spent the most money on was uh, Michael Thomas, and as as you know, he's had a, a, it's been a, a very down year. Hurt, and even when he's been. He's been on the field. He hasn't really put up numbers. Um, I have Lamar Jackson, kind of a pedestrian year for him compared to last year. Those those are my two horses, really, and they just haven't really uh, carried me this year like I expected them to. So, um, also got I got Tyreek, who's had a monster season, but he he hasn't been enough, unfortunately. Lord, carry him now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I too am H for uh, fantasy on Sunday and Monday, I guess, and tonight. Uh, as I have two teams in the playoffs and the two leagues that I play in fantasy alert to everybody out there. Uh, I am most aged though, for those fighting Missouri Tigers now ranked 25th in the nation in, in football uh, hosting Georgia this week. I don't like our chances to win the football game, but that's something. And then Sunday night or Saturday night, 
we host Illinois in a game that is normally played in St. Louis, but because of COVID, they flipped a coin to decide which team would host this game. It's one of these, like, I'm pretty H, but I also am sort of sad because imagine how great it would be to be in Columbia, Missouri on a Saturday if you could go to both games and now uh, no one can go to either of them or a very few amount of people can go to either of them. Um, I'm H for that, and I'm H for the playoffs. So, shouts to the fantasy squads out there. Uh, your boys got a bye. First round, let's go. Good for you, David. Ditto. Really happy. Somehow, two dudes who drafted Dak survived <laughs> to get a bye. I love, to, love to see it. Got a real problem at that quarterback position currently, but we're, we're, we're making it work. Uh, I've got Tannehill and Taysom Hill. Um, I... Oh, no. MH for all the comments that I will get after talking a little more F1 right here and now. You try to do a good deed, pay a little attention to what the people are interested in. Man, fucking Dylan took time out of his Sunday to fucking dedicate his life to watching F1. Tried his best. Did way better than I did. I forgot it happened. I watched like a little bit of my phone. Couldn't have told you any of these people's names. But I do know Lewis Hamilton. They call him Satchmo. He's back in the saddle driving this week because he texted he's tested negative so i will probably forget and not be tuned in to the f1 race in abu dhabi but if i remember you fuckers better believe that i will live tweet that shit so f1 guy right here big f1 guy yeah we we tried and uh, to be fair a couple people were pretty nice about it saying like you, you don't really know what you're talking about, but at least you tried, and we appreciate that you're bringing some attention to F1. So there was some of that, too. But, look, we're doing our best. We're novices. We're trying. Yeah. I, I will say. Have, uh, he's our F1 guy, and he, he couldn't he couldn't sit in. Okay. One thing I wanted to bring up about it. So if Lewis Hamilton, like, wins the Satchmo. race, is he going to come race at NASCAR? <laughs> I think that's the next level. He's got to go through truck series first. Yeah. They did Ooh. announce these truck uh, they they did announce the uh, NASCAR um, schedule for next year, including for the first time a Cup Series race in Austin or at Coda, you know, Circuit of the Americas. Really? That be, yes, that's coming to Austin in May. That's big time. That's that's big time. I will say when they come to Dallas, to they come to Fort Worth. Uh, I would love to go. I've gone Shouts in the to past. The people of Coda. Yeah, I've gone in the past. It's certainly uh, it's a scene. Just like the F1 uh, event that they put on downtown on like 4th Street, 6th Street, when they shut that down for the F1 uh, event. It's great. Sadie, it's a joke. Uh, is, uh, is Does the world look at NASCAR like we look at the war, like international soccer, like European soccer? They look at NASCAR for racing. Is it one of those deals? No, that would be a bad comparison because I think we look at European soccer as like the pinnacle of the sport, whereas the world looks at... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, I understand. I fucked up and fell right into that trap. I'm gonna yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I pulled a Sadie there. Oh. <laughs> I'm, no, kidding. Sadie I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm in the comments. <laughs> I did want to bring uh, real quick attention to the fact that Lewis Hamilton's like driving team at some point in their, their title... The FIA, Formula One, and Mercedes-AMG Patronus F1 team. Uh, all I know is, uh, you know, shout out to anyone who knows that they have uh, what their Patronus is. So let's let's get going. My, 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 my Patronus. <laughs> I do not have the results of last week, so we will say <laughs> fuck all to the season record until next week. Keep a lookout for uh, weeks in the future in which we give ourselves an opportunity to catch up with Micah by having... Double big boy stacks. 
But let's dive into this week's dip picks. When I hit the button right now, wherever it is. Look at you did. Look at you did, KJ. Ew, seriously. And she took she. Oh, Sadie. She took a shot at the pod. Sadie. She took a shot at our pod on her way out. That's not nice. On the night where we just needed the numbers so much. Um, let's start off in the SEC. We do have Georgia, Mizzou. Mizzou getting 13 points at home. The numbers say to take Georgia, but I can't possibly go against my Tigers here on this podcast. So, M-I-Z-C-O-U. Let's go. Sprinkle. Why, why are people in such weird moods in the comments tonight? I don't know. It, it, it is, it's a real scene in there, man. I don't understand. <laughs> you don't have to do that one guy. That one guy really didn't like the Ohio State stuff. Oh, Jay Paz. And he's an SMU guy. How sad. Uh, David, Missouri, Georgia. Missouri, 13 points. Well, since the uh, whoever did the, um, the analysis that showed that I was taking a lot of Micah's picks – I'm going to now have to fade Mike on this one. Thank you for mentioning yeah, we gotta, that. We got to do that on Monday. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll review it on Monday, but quick shout out. There's a listener who didn't really want to be named, but this guy went all out. Deep dive analysis on our picks. I'll go through it in detail on Monday. I'll, 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 I'll whittle it down into uh, bite size. Who are you picking? Well, let me say this. I want Missouri to win this game. My dad is a Mizzou alum. Of Whoa. course, uh, Duncanville's own Ennis Rakestraw is that uh, he's the uh, cornerback there. For now. Um, when Micah and I picked the same team, I believe our percentage is like 66%. So I'm riding with the Tigers. Wow. Thank you, David. I am all over Georgia. Georgia big. Georgia huge. Georgia by 28. I don't know. It's going to be it's gonna be a slaughterhouse. Um, Mizzou's going to take one on the chin, get embarrassed. Can't wait. Can't wait. One of the only things I really like about Missouri is that they allow Chase Daniel to go up there and cook. I like the little rock M that they've got going on in their grass. You know, I, I think both of those things are tight, but when Georgia's not at home and they don't have access to the light switch in their stadium, I fuck with Georgia. So give me UGA. Arguably the game of the week, North Carolina at Miami. North Carolina is a three point dog. Miami's favorite at home by three. David. <sighs> I'm riding with Miami. I've ridden with Miami a number of times this year. I, I think I put Derek King on uh, the bubble of uh, the Heisman watch. I don't know if that's really worked out. Hasn't aged well. He hasn't been terrible. He's actually been pretty good. Not Heisman good, but that's fine. I'll ride with the Hurricanes, dude. Put the chain on. Does they still do that bit? It's a fun oh, thing. Yeah, the turnover part. chain is still it's still a thing. They um, do rings I've now. been with Miami for most of the season, too. They did especially well on the picks early in the year. But I'm with North Carolina here. Mac Brown. It's Mac Brown time. Dylan. Sally. Sally. I'm all over Mac Brown in the North Carolina Hills. Let's go. Um, do we know what time this game is at? Not to get off course here. If this game is after a 6 p.m. kick, I'm taking Miami. So let me just uh, glance at that, and I'll get back to the world. But uh, This game is at 2.30 Central time. I'm going with North Carolina. You know Miami wakes up late. Uh, USC at UCLA. A game that is more than a game. It is, in fact, just a college football game. Uh, USC is favored by two and a half. I'll say it out front. 
I'm sticking with Graham Harrell. The man watched me lose a free throw contest uh, at Texas Tech in front of a lot of people and mm. always will not let me forget that. David Dillon. Um, I am also on USC minus two and a half. Uh, I too. USC was almost my big boy stacks lock of the week, but it is not. But I do like USC big here. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to make it four for four. I'm, I'm riding with the Trojans. Mm-hmm. Like the condom, dude. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. What are those? I'm a high school mascot, man. Um, oh. yeah, exactly. High school mascot. Patriots Rams play tonight. I forgot we probably should have let off with that because it's probably kicked off by now. So. Quick pick, Patriots, Rams. David, Rams are favored by five. Patriots. Dylan. Rams. I, too, will stick with Sean McVay and the Rams at home. All right. I was all I was all set to take the Pats early in the podcast, but considering the Rams are right up 7 nothing, Nope, you are locked in on the I'm Pats. I'm going to switch my pick. Pats. No, you're stuck. Oh. I'm with the Pats. I'm I don't, with the Pats. I don't have the game on. Damn you could have lied. But have you not preloaded your picks, it would have, uh, you know, you would have got away with it too. One of those meddling Dude, kids. I don't think the Pats can score that many points. <laughs> <laughs> Their offense isn't good. Is the Any joke. chance Tyler Higby scored that touchdown? Tight end? Be pretty cool. Uh, he indeed, he did. Nope. Really? I'm sorry. He caught one pass, but he did not score. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the touchdown was Jared Goff on the ground, actually. I'm not trying to eat all those waffles, oh. man. <laughs> Ooh, awful I'm gonna plays. need I'm gonna need Six an update plays, on this. Seventy five yards and a touchdown to uh off the uh opening kick. And I will on air commit to the day that you do it, I will drive down and, and be a part of this event and make sure you get company for at least an hour of it. Um Chiefs Dolphins, Chiefs are favored by seven points on the road. Do we know if Tua is still starting? He damn sure is, Bill. Um I think so. yes. I believe he is. So there we go. Um, yeah, I'm riding with the Chiefs. This just has all the hallmarks of a Chiefs ass beating here. Dolphins. Uh, I have. Oh, sorry, Dylan. I, I have liked the Dolphins all season as well, but I'm on the Chiefs this week. I feel like the Chiefs bounce back and win big. That's my thinking. Uh, Chiefs have played in a lot of late night games. So this could sneak up on them. I don't think this is a primetime game by any means. If anything, it's a daytime CBS game, which is always shit. Uh, but I don't see them losing by or, or not covering the seven. I'll, I'll take the Chiefs uh, just to be safe here. Vikings at Bucks. The Bucks are favored by six and a half. The Bucks had a late bye week last week, so they're well rested. They played the Chiefs almost uh, two weeks ago. I like the Vikings. I just think they're good. Uh, they've come on. I thought they were a good team to start the year. They started terribly. They're playing better. Kirk Cousins isn't making terrible, terrible mistakes. Feels like a field goal game. I think uh, Tampa and Tom probably find a way to win it, but not by six and a half. Yeah, I think uh, I think Minnesota is better than their record would lead you to believe. Um, I got Vikings plus six and a half. Uh, I think the Vikings keep it close. They lose the game, but they keep it close. Give me the Vikings. Catch me being the only one riding with the people in the chat. I will support the Bucks, both with and without a K. Um, Ooh, that's got to burn, Sadie. Keep going. Colts at Raiders. 
Colts are favored by two and a half points. Raiders have looked like absolute dog ass the last two weeks. David? The Raiders are really good when there's a cover zero. And <laughs> <laughs> in a, in a, an undrafted rookie corner on your on the fastest guy in the NFL. Uh, man, I, I, I've been out on the Colts all year. I've been kind of ignoring that they're actually a good team. They're right there in the hunt, as are the Raiders. So this is actually a pretty big game. Let me ride with the Colts. I will ride with the Raiders. I just think they're a better football team, even though they haven't looked great the last two weeks. I think they're better. I think they're going to do it this week. Oh, I can't bring myself to pick a Derek Carlett football team. I'm, I'm going Colts. I, uh, I really think the Colts have fi- found, figured it out. And I, I want to say, uh, yeah, I, I think they sneak in and maybe uh, win that division. I don't know how many games back they are, so I'm talking to my ass there. But uh, you know, it's my sneak pick. That? Give me the Colts. Um, all right, Sunday night football, last game to pick here before Ooh, Big Boy Sunday Sacks. Night. Which uh, we have, who do we have playing this week? Uh, Steelers. Steelers at the Bills. Bills. Oh, in a- Sunday night. <laughs> this is a good one. Uh, the Bills are a one and a half point underdog, although I think I've seen that line move a little bit. I'm uh, I'm on Buffalo. I think they're I think Buffalo's good. Uh, I like the Josh Allen experience. Let's go, guys. Guys, I got an announcement. Two things. Amazon just dropped off a package. Second thing. This is my big boy stack. Give me the bills. Getting big. God damn. Dave, it's like you're in my brain, man. I was gonna say the exact same thing. This is also my big boy stack. I'm riding with the bills. Bang! Bang! Double bang because we got big. God. So big that I'm ripping shirts. Sunday scary shirts. Someone's about to be sleeveless (laughs) at Gold's Gym in a Sunday scary shirt. The irony. (laughs) Wow. Wow. People. Double big boy. Wow. Wow. I mean, that only means one thing. The Steelers aren't going to lose two times in a row. And I think that's the thing y'all forgot. I absolutely love watching the Bills play, but the Steelers are too good to lose two weeks in a row. It's just not happening. So give me the Steelers. Y'all must have forgot. Do you think anybody actually knows that song? I mean, obviously we do. do. But I mean, prior to the Roy Jones fight, like if they remembered it. Um, All right. So I guess the only thing we're lacking here, because the only other game on here is Monday Night Football, is my big boy stack. And for that, we go to... Saturday slate. I was just thinking about this all day long, just going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Where am I going to go for my big boy stack this week? And I said, I'll go back to the beginning, back where it all began. For the first time since I've been picking big boy stacks in week one, Florida State is favored this Saturday. They're playing the Duke Blue Devils. They're favored by four and a half. I will be going with Florida State Seminoles for the last time this year for my big boy stack. Getting big. God damn. Yeah. Like that. Florida State plus 4.5. My my big boy stack is BYU. 
they will soak San Diego State by more than 60 and a half this week. <laughs> BYU bounces back. <laughs> big. Love big. it. Big. God damn. All right, ladies and gentlemen, mostly lady and gentlemen. Appreciate, appreciate your business. Uh, Anything else to add? Do we pick Ravens Browns? Uh, That is on Monday night football. Monday night. We can pick it today. We keep forgetting to pick them on Mondays. Fuck it. Let's pick Ravens Browns. No, let's pick it Monday. Let's let's get crazy. We'll make sure Mike. Let's make him wait. Let's make Mike put it on the run. I have one announcement tonight. Uh, we conclude the entire series of The Sopranos. As I told Dylan on the mail-in about a year and a half ago, I said, we're about to start a show called The Sopranos. I hear it's really good. Tonight is finale night at the Weiner household. No spoilers. Thank you. It's uh, it's uh, one of the most talked about episodes in television history. Just so, so I've heard. So yeah. I've heard. Guys, I'm, I'm very excited for you, Micah. I just got to say, you guys aren't going to believe my pick for Monday Night Football. You're going to have to wait, though. You guys aren't going to believe what I have wow. to say about this, this game. Yeah. <laughs> You're just going to have to wait. Tune in Monday. All right. call the tease. Marinate over the weekend, folks. Soak I'm it out. Till then. Wrong I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. This will only enhance his, his followers.